But on the line, we are talking about transformation, which I think is probably hand in hand, a lot of people would say, with you know, spirituality and religion sometimes, um, looking at how you can basically become the better version of yourself. So on the line, we've got Tidi Pila, who is a life coach. She is the founder and managing director of Imperative Transformation Journey. Um, Tidi, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us this morning. Hey, Jack, how are you? I'm fantastic, thank you. Clearly, I'm not as good as you. I think, are you, you know, we were discussing this in studio. Do you believe that yes. there's such a thing as a morning person? You know, or is there, are there people who are morning people and some people who are just not morning people? Do you believe we in that? Are everything, we are everything of the day, every time of the day. <laughs> we just choose or we just learn to, you know, to believe that, oh, no, I am not a morning person or I'm not a... A, a night person, but remember when you when you and I were born, we didn't know what morning is and what night is, so we were taught, and therefore we we learned that behavior. And then if we can learn it, I, I bet we can unlearn it. So I guess that's where the transformation yeah, comes in. Hey, we can. <laughs> and if you can't sing a song like that, everyone can be a morning person. <laughs> very, very <laughs> true. Let's talk about the what if syndrome. Can you break it down for us? What, what exactly that is? Uh, and you know how people might experience it on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, so, you know, um, the what if syndrome, for me, I call it like that life interrupter. You know, that beast that comes and snatch your your dream and runs into the wild. Because you are looking at your dream, you are looking at what could be you. But then you just counter it with, what if it doesn't happen? And there, it's almost as if someone is slamming the brake and it's stopping. It's like, whoa, you know? So it's, it's that life disruptor. And like our our mind is that soldier. Every time you say to it, what if this does not happen? Then, you know, the mind will give you all that those answers. Yeah. For example, if, if you and I say, um, what if the, the event, let's say you, you're planning an event legit, and then you say, what if the event turns out to, into a disaster? The mind will go and say, you will forever be associated with failure, nobody will respect you, and your career will be synonymous with failure. Mm. And there, the, the business should dream. So um, that's how we experience the what if scenario. Um, Tini, would you say the the, the what if scenario? Is, well, the what if syndrome is 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 linked more to your fear of failure or more to your fear of success? It's it's really fear of success, right? Because you know um, the, the 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 potentiality mm-hmm. of you doing something. And I think we some we somehow get to the point where we do do and then we do the plan and then we get to the edge, you know, on the edge. And when we are on the edge, when we are almost about, when we are just about to jump, we do the, what if I become greater? What if I, I, I no longer live this life? Well, how am I going to be when I'm successful? And then we just go and source all of this, you know, all of this uh, um, answers and the mind will respond. But then truly... That is false truth. It's not the truth. It's the truth that is the unknown. And it's the truth that we have asked our mind to go fetch. And it's now coming out as if it is true.
So when you are asking yourself those questions, because I mean, we all have that little voice in, in the back of our head, you know, when, when you make a decision and it, it comes up with those what if scenarios, um, mm. or, or it comes up with a little voice, you know, that, that has disparaging remarks about yourself. First of all, mm-hmm. you know, what might be the root of that? And, and then uh, let's start off with that, because I think if we know the root, um, then we can, mm. you, you can kind of move on to, to how to, to, you know, overcome that syndrome. Mm. So it's actually not um, not having accepted that you do deserve, you know. So when 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 we have not accepted ourselves as the deserving beings, or somebody who deserves to live outside where we are living, or somebody who deserves to have, you know, um, what is it, organize a bigger event mm-hmm. and, and 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 run with a bigger event. So let's say, for example, you've been doing small events um, and then getting about, I don't know, twenty, thirty thousand, or fifty thousand, and now there's a possibility of getting a, a, an event that will give hundreds of thousands even into millions and you're thinking oh my god what if so for me it comes up from somebody who has not accepted that they are great and they deserve greater and so the moment we accept and we allow ourselves to be greater we're beginning to nullify that what if syndrome and the challenge around that is because you know we, 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 the, the people who live, um, in, we all do the what is, right? Yeah. Um, even if when I go onto the stage, I'm thinking, what if I forget the line? But then I counter that with, what if I, I remember all the lines? Yeah. So you see that I've just nullified it. So the, the challenge is when you're living in that environment, it becomes like a slave house because you've done it so long and you've done it for so, you know, for longer than, um, you know, every time you said it, your mind came back with what seems like the truth. And so it becomes a slave house where you're living in this house and then the, the key is in the keyhole. But then just to go and reach it and, and not even, even, even grab it anyway, it's there. All you do is just have to turn the house and step out and see the potentiality and see that I've been living in this house of, 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 of false truth. So, we so don't. Tiri, let's talk practicality. So when you, when you do have those thoughts of, you know, what if it turns out to be a disaster? What if I forget my lines? Uh, what if people laugh at me? What if I fall? All those, all those negative what ifs. Um, uh. Are you saying that they should be reframed in your mind? So, so should you take them one by one? Should you write them down? Because it's, it's practicality. It's stuff that comes up, up in your mind on a regular basis. But the mind, like anything, is a muscle. You can teach it and you can train it. So, so, what what are the first steps that you need to do in order to train your mind to think differently? So the first thing I will say, right, in order to train to train your mind is that remember whatever the framework that you that you're following or that whatever that which you think is perfect and what if if it fails, it's a framework that has been designed by someone mm-hmm. and that someone was threatened at some point when they started it, right? Okay. Yeah. So understand that there was a it's some, it, it, it was a thought, and that thought became a framework, and you and I are now sitting for exams, and, and, and the person who then defined that framework was somehow or at some point threatened. So that's the first point of nullifying or sort of um, decreasing the intensity of what you're going through, right? Mm-hmm. And then if you were to, and, and we then begin to change the storyline, because that is the storyline of someone else. And what if what you're doing works and people follow the, you know, your way of working, right? Mm-hmm. And so I call it here is the, the choosing the different storyline, right? Okay. And the storyline will say, 
um, let's say, for example, you, 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 um, what, what if um, it fails? I would rather alter it to say what, what, what will make it excellent. Okay. So it's still a question, but it's a different question that will sanction your mind to go seek for answers. So you're framing it in a positive light rather than in a negative light. Yeah, okay. and then do, do, do you notice the sudden uh, do, do, do you notice the sudden shift in your mind when from what is what what if it fails to what will make it excellent? Yeah, well, your one, mind and your, your 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 body suddenly relaxes, right? Yeah, but also your spirit it, to action because what if you know the the second question makes you change the way of what you're thinking, so it's an action instead of a because if you're saying what if it fails, it stops. Whereas if you're saying, you know, what do I do to make it excellent? It's it's an action word. So it's a verb. So you then have to Mm. do. Uh, So it encourages action rather than just actually stopping yourself from doing something. Yeah. And I like what you said. Our minds are are, are trainable. You know, it's a a very elastic organ. Mm -hmm. When when you're telling it to do something, it will go fetch it. Right. Yeah. It will not say, oh, but now, now you've been too negative. It, when you're saying to it, what if it, it fails, it will show you what if how what do I, what will make it excellent? It will go and tell you what will make it excellent. Mm-hmm. And the outcomes are usually greater and better than what you have even envisaged or planned on the paper. No. The second way, for example, yeah. um, let's say uh, the, 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 you you. There's a question which most of the people will battle with, right? It says, um, I never win at anything, right? Um, it's a very general statement, and that is a false truth, right? Mm-hmm. And how you would change it is, my winning journey starts now. Again, you just decrease the intensity, and then you, you're rewriting a different storyline. Now, you know, listening to you, Tidi, you know, people might think that these are all shiny, happy thoughts. You know, you, you, you're, you're one of those people, you probably hug trees and walk around with a smile on your face every day. Cause, cause that's what people, you know, people are, are kind of like that. They're like, you're not being realistic. Life is tough. Um, how important is it to have positive thoughts in order to shape your life? Look, it's very, very important. Everything, we, you and I are the creators of our, of, of our, our, our environment, mm-hmm. irrespective of what it is, right? And if whatever it is that you're going through, look at around you and see how you've contributed to it. Yeah. So for me, understanding that line and understanding that principle has helped me to shape and change my thought because I understand that the negativity, people say, oh, no, that's how we are. We are negative. We, 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 we you know, we just negative. You, you can't well, they're realistic. They don't, necessarily say they're, they don't necessarily say they're negative. They say that they're realists, that, you know, that life is, that this, these are things that life gives you. Uh, so, so, you know, it, it's, it, it's difficult to kind of shift people like that. Is it your responsibility as a life coach to shift those people or do you need those people to do it themselves? And, and if so, how do you get out of that negative mindset? It is my responsibility, but with coaching, what I like about it, because it puts the, the, the you do the work. Yes. I ask the questions mm-hmm. and then I ask you the framework. I give you the framework and I give you the methodology. So you have to do the work. And so if you are ready to do the work and if you are ready to see the transformation in your life, that's where you step into the, you know, the, the, you step into the, the, the spaces of, of a life coach. And that's where we, we begin to support you. And so when people say it's a reality, I'm all, I always say, according to who? Because yeah. the life is made up of infinite reality. 
Very and true. you and I can go into the same environment, but we come out differently. Mm-hmm. Same door, same experience, same harshness, same da-da-da-da. So whose reality are we talking about? It's a choice, it's a mindset that you and I have to make. I drive in the same traffic that um, every South African drive into every morning, right? I'm faced with the challenges that every South African faces every morning. But it's a choice and it's a mindset that I have to constantly reset. And somebody might say it's a hard work. It's my life, and if it's my life, I have to apply the hard work. Yeah, very true. And I think that a lot of times people look at it and think that it's hard work, but they, but like everything else, it was you know you, you trained your mind to think negatively, and now it's, it's second nature. It's not that much hard work yeah. anymore. So you can do the same in the reverse. If you train yourself to think positively, it becomes second and nature after a while. Yeah, and if not you, then who else is going to do it in your life, right? Yeah. It's just almost like having... Um, you know, something on on your face and you don't want to remove it because it, it's just going to come back again. You know, I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm not going to take away this slide because it might come back again. Um, so who's going to do it? Who's going to untrain and clean that area so that flies don't constantly, you know, uh, dwell on that on your face? So it's, it's something like that. It's a, it's a process because when you and I are bo- were born, we're not born with any habit or any behavior we were taught and it was learned and you can unlearn it so we're looking back um if, if you had to give somebody just um three points of uh, getting rid of or reprogramming themselves when it comes to something like the what if syndrome what would you say are the three things you should do every morning or every night just to get to train your mind to start thinking differently Constantly, right? If you know your why, I always say that every morning, wake up with your why. Your why can be bigger, okay? But then in the morning, every morning, know that why why you're waking up and how you want your day to to be filled. Okay. So when you know your why and when you know your day, when you, you understand how you want to close your day, you get everything that comes into your day, whether it's a conversation, you constantly refer it to your why and mm-hmm. you know if, if, if it will, it will, you know, hamper or impede how you want your day to close. So, so, so start off by knowing your why. Your why. Uh-huh. Hey. So know your why is the first one. Know your why. Okay. And know how you want your, your day to be filled. And so every conversation reference it to your why and your how. Okay. Because when, when you have those two, you, you're referencing it back to your why and your, 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 your how. Then therein you, you, you're operating within your system. And so you're not like, allowing the, inter- the external factors to fiddle or to, 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 you know, to rub off what your why and your how is. And so you're taking charge. You of are your in charge of your life and you are in control of your life. So that's the first point. The second one? The second point will be, you know, always ensure that you are connected to your inner core. You know, um, your inner core is how you breathe, how you are aware of your surroundings. So be aware of where you are and be aware of your contribution, your own contribution in that space. Okay, so so it's the power of now, being in the moment and being present. Being in the moment and being in the present, right? And And then the third one is whatever decision that you make, ask your question that have I made my, have I applied myself enough? Will that will that decision yield the results that I want? Okay. You know, don't make a decision and say, ah, maybe yes. I don't know. Uh, that, therein, you you you've nullified, you know, you, you've given your power to someone else. 
So ask your question if that decision is, in making that decision, have I made, have I applied myself enough? Okay. Thank you so much, Tiri. Really appreciate that. We're going to put up those three um, points. Um, know your why and your how. Um, be connected to your core. And, you know, have you applied yourself enough in your decisions that you've made? Really, really appreciate your time. Have a fabulous day. But I, I bet you've already set your intention for the day. So, <laughs> Thank you so much. Have a lovely one yourself. Thank you so much. That's uh, Tiri Um She is a, a life coach um, and she is the founder and managing director of Imperative Transformation journey. We will put up uh, those three points for you, but also if you do want to follow her, she is at Ms. Ms. underscore Pilar. You gladly follow her on Twitter. She gives all of this wonderful advice out there and helps you to reframe your life so that you can live a different life. Uh, You know, the thing about it is you'll make a choice. And today, you know, if you look on Twitter and and people and social media, whether it's Instagram or Facebook or whatever, um, everybody is is kind of saying it's Tuesday. Uh, Every day should be Tuesday because every day you should choose to live your intent and to live your own reality instead of having life impact on you. But we also know that life does happen. But how you react to that um, is the only power you really have. So take your power and own that um, because the only power that you do have is your choice on how you react to things that are happening around you.